Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Women's Running Podcast and our special marathon edition. I'm Esther Newman, the editor of Women's Running, And on Sunday, the 4th of October, I, along with 43,000 others, ran the virtual London Marathon. Two women who also ran it were Deborah James and Emma Campbell, both of whom have been on the podcast before. This time, I wanted to talk to them both about our experiences running our virtual races. They ran together, supporting each other every step of every mile, while raising money for their beloved Royal Marsden, a hospital that has supported and cared for them so much. You can still donate to their Just Giving pages, so please do so with the links in the intro. They talk with me here about the importance of their chosen charity, and also Deb's history with the London Marathon, the power of giant watsits, and the sheer joy of our virtual races. We also discuss our next racing highlight, the Vitality 10K, which you can sign up to as well before the 23rd of October. Again, the link is in the intro. Plus, there's some proper, tangible advice on running your next marathon right here, and it involves pants. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? I felt great this morning. I feel knackered now. (laughs) Yeah, I've gone like that. I was back in the Marsden at (laughs) nine o'clock this morning, taking, having blood. You know, it's my routine bloods, and you don't get let off for running a marathon. (laughs) um so I literally like hobbled you know it's on the third floor um I hobbled up the stairs it was really painful and then I've been working all day I've been recording so I'm I think I'm about to you know crash. want to sleep yeah. yeah I'm about to crash yeah my, but, sorry go on my, no I was gonna say but my bloods were okay which meant that which means that I don't even get let off treatment I have to have treatment <laughs> Because we were talking about that, weren't we? We were like, I was like, do you think because of the exertion, our bloods might be all skew with? Because I've got my treatment on Wednesday. Mm. Like, are we going to be like, my, is my kidney function going to be strained from dehydration? Yeah. And that's good to hear, Debs. That's really good to hear. Yeah, it's supposed to affect your, your immunity, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah that's what we were we were worried about but yeah. actually but it's probably too early to tell but that's good it just means it's safe to carry on with treatment yeah it's interesting to know though isn't it yeah you know no, it is. to be monitored like a robot like my blood pressure was spot on today <laughs> I was like it never is it's always a bit high and it was like absolutely spot on I was like yeah, oh I, I said to the nurse I was like I think it's because I ran a marathon yesterday <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so how was it how how was this the longest that either of you run before or have you run this distance before certainly for me longest um I yeah I ran one 15 years ago so um the New York marathon um but since it's a, by far the uh, furthest since then so um it was i've like, only ever gone up to a half before until yeah. me and emma did a 30k the other day yeah exactly um, thank goodness we did it was inc- the most incredible day i mean i think the rain added a whole other layer of challenge and achievement a sense of achievement i think because it was there's the conditions were just so grim as you, you would know as well um so that that made it feel even tougher I think but god I mean I felt euphoric last night I felt I was absolutely euphoric today I'm yeah kind of a bit more stunned I'm too tired to get it um I think I went into we had a glass of um champagne afterwards and um and then I got home and had a glass of red wine yeah. And then my legs, I shouldn't really say all this, and then my legs were really hurting, so I sat in the bath and had a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like it. <laughs> you know, I, read something, um, I read something yesterday that said the, the, um, the things that you shouldn't do after finishing my <laughs> is sit in a hot bath, no. drink booze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Or stretch. It said you shouldn't stretch, yeah. you should do static stretching. Oh, um, I love it. Well, yeah, I did all of that. I'm a, I'm a pro, total pro, did all of We're it. rebels. When I did all of, all of those three, so um, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So who were who you running with? Debs. Each other. Yeah. <laughs> each other, holding each other up. Oh, and then Debs' lovely. sister, lovely sister, and your best mate, Sarah, who had to leave halfway through, unfortunately. I know nothing to do with her, just to do with her children. Um, her, her, her child ended up spending the night in the hospital, having a football injury. Um, he's okay. He well, no, he cracked his skull actually. So yeah. she, at literally twenty five k, just looked white and had a phone picked up. You know when you pick up those phone calls and just went of all the days. So she, he's okay though. Luckily, no, um, you know, long term damage or anything. But. Um, yeah, we kind of picked up my friend, uh, so my friends, my family along the way. Um, Emma's family met, well, left, um, Dave came at the beginning, didn't he? And yeah, the he dropped us off, which was lovely. Took some pictures of us on the steps um, before and after. And then, yeah, my trip, the triplets, couldn't get the teenager to come, but the triplets came and um, reluctantly oh. kind of like, well done, mum. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So. It was quite nice, actually, like retrospectively, um, despite a couple of moments of like debating about parenting or you know basically my children did actually want to run and my son wanted to continue to run and it uh, the last 10k with us but you know when you're kind of like no I need mommy needs to be in her own zone of health really right now (laughs) I can't can't be a mum um so but it was nice like we did 5k with them um and uh, like uh, you know, Emma, Emma got dragged along with with the whole family. That was great, it was... and uh, it was nice. It was nice to break it up, actually. And I I know you don't get that in the in the 
real I say the real marathon but when it's a live event you don't get that kind of opportunity to run with people for little parts of it and I think that was really wonderful idea actually I think there are so many moments that 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 made yesterday even more memorable like you know running around the track with your with your gorgeous kids and husband and sis and it's like there were just so many little moments of magic that I'm sure next year hopefully when we do the real the the real live event Mm. it will be on another scale again but I think yesterday was so unique wasn't it you know chances are there'll never be a marathon like that again we hope and it was a one-off so it felt it felt just for me it was my my first one I'm almost kind of happy I'm almost feel like god I've been part of something really unique Mm -hmm. yeah you know were you guys wearing your numbers yes so did you did you find that you were being supported by yeah we got lots of keep going yeah yeah we did we did I thought that was amazing yeah it was lovely even at eight in the morning we were in Battersea Park um and we ended up staying in Battersea Park we were only supposed to do um a couple of k in there and we ended up doing 10k actually which I think was really good to get that under our belt wasn't it um yeah um and the reason was because actually um it was just quite a nice loop and there were some pretty um fast very fast runners um with support teams I say teams you know coaches or whatever probably going for um uh, best for age times I suspect um but even that even they still had the um kind of camaraderie to kind of give her well done girls as they're kind of you know sprinting past yeah. us for the yeah. end of time <laughs> and <laughs> I think, it was really nice I think that we're quite similar which was lovely that we both kind of we set off quite quickly don't we and I think we get that initial hour or so I don't know about you Debs but it felt I was like yeah this is great and then we, we hit our walls I certainly hit my walls m- midway but that initial kind of 10k is just so brilliant to get under your belt Mm. kind of yeah. fairly quickly for us you know um yeah and I had the whole enthusiasm I'm oh, sorry Emma I had the whole enthusiasm of like right picture every mile and uh, yeah. we only made it to <laughs> five <laughs> pictures and then I was like all right I'm done with pictures now I just need to get through this <laughs> did, you, did you listen to the London Marathon app while you were running a little bit I turned mine off as of the noises off at some point but yeah I had a bit of a I had a bit of a screw up, but they sorted it out. So they they I think the app um, by the team's own omission was had to be put together quite quickly, um, and there, it wasn't perfect. Um, and it meant that at ten miles, um, mine well to start with, mine missed a mile. So there's a there is a flaw in it. Unfortunately, if you have three apps running, that it cancels each other out, um, which I discovered after a mile of like just it not tracking. And then, unfortunately, at ten miles, the app override override well like did this override and went, "You are congratulations, you finished your race." Like basically, that I'd pulled out at ten miles, and you could just see my face. I mean, I was just oh my. Oh no! And, you know, and thank goodness you were with. You know, we were together. We could track, and we could prove that you'd done it. But can you imagine running on your own? And how do you yeah. prove that you've? you've yeah, actually, I, I, actually, you know what? I think I was quite lucky because it worked really well for me. My my only thing was it didn't quite marry with Garmin, so it was okay. kind of. So the the London Marathon app said, "Yeah, you finished." And I was like, "No, hang on, right? <laughs> There's still a bit to go." And so, like, Did my, my game. Sorry? Okay, so, so you had it where the London map, uh, marathon app was a, couple, was a little bit ahead. 
just a tiny bit it wasn't much it was like yeah. about 0.3 of a mile or something but either way Dave was standing with the kids waiting for me and I just ran past him <laughs> but you finished you finished I was like no yeah. <laughs> Esther, Garmin and Strava. <laughs> what was your time what was your time I did it well it depends on the app so it was somewhere mm. between 4.36 and 4.38 oh my god oh, that's amazing well done Oh, yeah, so was... we, we, we worked out, are you knackered? Are you just feeling awful? Um, my quads have seen better days, yeah. Um, and I have this, yeah, I have a very weird feeling in my hip that feels like I might have done something, but it's fine, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, just, I didn't do my, normally when I finish a long run, I, I live on the top of a hill and normally I walk up it. Um, and, uh, and that kind of kind of gets everything out, you know, you don't have to do any stretching or anything. But this time Dave picked me up and drove me home and then I chucked myself into the bath and ever since then I've just been walking as though yeah. you know I'm in kind of the stairs. <laughs> going down yeah. the stairs very painful downstairs <laughs> yeah I'm fine down bad yeah 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 I'd spent so long because I was really concerned about my back because that's what normally goes with me like my mid back you know mm. from kind of that and um I have a really really good physio at the Mosden actually who kind of understands cancer and people who want to do like things like us <laughs> despite all our operations and she literally was really good at a treating me and then b strapping me up to prevent injury oh. um however we were so concerned about my shoulder because basically both myself and Emma have had joint operation well not at the same time but from the same surgeon where we both had part of our lung removed mm-hmm. um but it means that I then have a weakness on this side of my body um I think mine's got worse over the years rather than better sadly so we spent so long strapping that up that um I feel really good that that's not injured and I forgot about my legs that actually had to carry me <laughs> so I was like oh my legs will be fine and I literally um I think the last couple of miles we wanted to cry didn't we um, yeah it was it I, there was a real there's a good good chunk kind of 18 19 well it was like this is just miserable and I felt like I was getting slower and slower and um and then Deb's brother he was a hero he was such a he hero was good he, with you, wasn't he? he was really yeah, good he really kind of felt he was very you know he really protected every time I sort of broke into a walk or stopped running he'd stop as well and then and then they'd actually hit he and his girlfriend and said goodbye to us and I was like, oh, my legs, my legs. And he said, okay, we'll get you some Nurofen. And he sort of appeared, you know. <laughs> he found us about 20 minutes later with some, with some um, you know, painkillers, oh. which got me through. But no, it, we all just looked, and that was what was so lovely. We were all just really, I always talk about that sort of emotionally holding each other, but we were, we were a, a, a little gang. And, um, and Debs and I obviously kind of with such a shared feeling of, oh, why we're doing this and, the, you know, the reasons why and who, and, you know the reasons we're raising money and it was amazing it was just amazing a very very special life moment I think did you you manage to the weather affect you at all because it absolutely piddled down here yeah Yeah. massively yeah Um, I was really nervous like I have to be honest that the week before um the girls have received so we have a whatsapp group and the girls have received a lot of messages from me kind of losing my rag to be honest with you I kind of go through I I know that I would never not turn up unless there was a real issue you know I would never pull out of something unless it was Deborah I need to admit you into hospital I'm just not that kind of person but I do I would say I lost my total faith in my body for the last 
week. Um, a, I think I got a bit of a lurgy, I have to be honest. I think, you know, there's a bit of a sore throat going around and everything. And, you know, when you're just not feeling 100% and then you suddenly really, really freak out. And I um, struggle, like, honestly, I struggle a lot in the cold. I think a lot of people um, with breathing issues do. And unfortunately, I've been on some drugs um, years ago. I'm now not on them, but um, they cause basically like your throat to kind of become a bit asthmatic and spasm. And then toppled with anxiety, it makes it even worse. And I think, you know, honestly, I saw the weather and I just thought, I can't do this. I'm actually going to die. Um, funny enough, I didn't have any breathing difficulties. I don't know whether it was the adrenaline. I spoke to my doctor this morning and he said it was probably the adrenaline that was just taking over and, and you were fine. But yeah, I, I would never have not pulled out, but I, I did really worry, actually. I did lose it a little bit. Did you lose any confidence before, Emma? I, I, it's funny, I was, went through the equivalent the day, a couple of days before we did our 30k, which was like 10 days ago, yeah. and I never, I knew that was going to be my longest run ever, and I really haven't, you know, since lockdown, since knowing that April wasn't going to happen, I really haven't gone beyond the five, six, seven k, mm. you know, really haven't, so knowing that we had to, and Deb was just like, well, come, let's just do this long run, and I was like, oh god, and the night before, um, I felt really like, terrified of it it was like it became this enormous thing of well this is just ridiculous I just what am I even thinking of I can't possibly do it and so that Friday that we did um was a massive boost for me it um so actually yeah, it was, wasn't it? so actually I think my main emotion over the last few days has been one of excitement because I proved to myself on that Friday that I could hit you know it's like if I can get to 30 then I can stagger mm-hmm. on for another 12 you know kilometers or whatever um so yeah, my my nerves kicked in the week before. I would say, yeah, right. I had that last long run. Like I did a well, probably about the same distance at a twenty miles. I, I'm more metric than you guys. Um, and when I did that, I I did think, oh, gee, you know, brilliant, great, okay, I can get twenty miles done. So I'll be able to do twenty six. But all I had in my head was how painful the last mile of that had been. Like from nineteen to twenty was just awful. And I kept looking at my watch and. You know, just to, it took forever and ever. But with the marathon yesterday, because it was so cold and wet, the kind of side benefit to that was I had my sleeves over my hands. Mm. So I couldn't check my watch for my pace. Or like if I'd done another tenth of a mile or whatever, I just had to go, oh, I'm just going to have to listen to Steve Cram and Paula Radcliffe and <laughs> go with it. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. Oh, so I, I did mean, lose all the feeling in my uh, and like my hands did go really numb with the cold like I just lost the feeling and then I went you know when you have clumsy hands and you can't use anything and then I panicked that was my main panic yesterday was I can't feel my hands and then we realized it was like six degrees so that's probably yeah, normal fair enough <laughs> that, do you know I had exactly the same because I couldn't open my gel packets oh well, I never can I never can it was just too wet and slippery and I had hands like like claws and yeah so yeah what were you yeah. using to eat and drink what were, we, what were you doing um a lot of sugar for me I mean I'm a sugar, bit of a sugar fiend anyway but it was gels Deb's had those amazing dextrazole glucose tablets that we both had childhood nostalgia over um <laughs> jelly bit jelly ba- jelly babies, babies. Um, yeah and one protein bar but and then some <laughs> giant what's hits <laughs> I mean, 
basically like, the other day we were on this 30k and we had intended to do maybe a half marathon and we kind of in our mind thought 30k yeah and so we decided to like just walk it out for a couple of k but we ended up walking along the street with a pack of giant whatsets <laughs> and we were like this is really good and we, we then got enough energy to go and run another yeah. 5k yeah. afterwards Oh, yeah. so essentially we were like well we're gonna need to have giant what's it's like mid-marathon so our kids made sure that we had giant what's yeah. <laughs> halfway through oh i'm so sure funny. i'm sure that um you know bridget Koskai and elliot kipchoge they do the same thing it's, it's like a what's frenzy absolutely i was just gonna ask do, do you think that it was um was it easier or harder than you expected or the, as you expected <sighs> It's a funny one because I knew that it, I knew that nothing was going to stop me completing it unless like debit some sort of freak. Yeah. So in a way, yeah, I think I, I, I don't know. It's a weird answer, isn't it? Because you think, well, I'm doing it. I'm here and I'm doing it. And it was never going to be easy. Um, <clears throat> so I probably, probably about the same really, just apart from that really grim middle, middle bit, the middle section, but there was never a point of, you just, there's, it, it, it sounds so corny I always talk like this but kind of it really was the mind it's just the power of the mind and we yeah our bodies were feeling broken we were in pain we were seizing up every time we slowed down we were just seizing up weren't we that was such a thing um could too scary the thought of slowing down at what even just fast walking you you, it felt quite dangerous Mm. um but it was just that nothing was going to stop us you know we were, we were just, we were going to do it regardless. So, yeah. yeah. I do feel like, yeah. it's, I mean, Deb, you'd already done a marathon, so it's <clears throat> slightly different. So you, I think, like, you you knew that you had it in you, in a way. Yeah. But, but the problem is, kind of, sorry. No, no, sorry, I, I interrupted. I'm really bad. I think I have a delay on everything. I've just been interrupting for the whole of my previous podcast um, recording uh, this afternoon. So my producer wants to actually cheat me today. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I do it too. I always feel like, oh my God, I just talk over everybody. <laughs> I think I've still got adrenaline going for yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm quite, I'm not on edge, but I'm quite like a zipped up suit like a zipped up excited child yeah. like who's like oh yes oh yes i know i need to tell you about this <laughs> i know i've had i've had some emails today from people saying oh well done for doing it and they've not asked a question so much or they might have sort of said oh how was it or something something kind of quite innocuous yeah and they weren't expecting like four paragraphs <laughs> <laughs> of like total like, okay well, four, um... <laughs> just copy and paste your answers <laughs> but I was going to say Deb like, because you've done you've done a marathon that um which m- neither me nor M had done and it feels like it's like it's like one of those things that I, I feel like I can it's like after having kids I can now look at uh, parents and just think I've, oh yeah all right I've done that I know what that feels like yeah. and I can now look at marathon runners and think oh they're not something other yeah it is a big thing isn't it it's like the before it's you're right it is a big thing for me that it's the London one so I have um I was just saying this actually um I I only just realized this um as I was speaking out so when I I've almost had a place in the London Marathon that I've never been able to actually do for the last maybe seven years for for previous reasons so um 
I had a, you know, when people have periods where they actually win a ballot place and then for whatever reason, well, with me, it was two pregnancies and uh, injury. And then so then I got kind of ruled out. You couldn't, couldn't continue it. Then I got a place um, and um, for injury, referred it for the following year. This was in 2015, I think. And said, oh, no, it's okay. I'll, um, I'll do it for 2016 or 17 or whichever it was. I got cancer and ended up being on the operating theatre then I I think I've always had it in my mind like I really want to do the London Marathon but this has been there like you know seven year thing in the making with me and then um then I finally got to record with and Steve Bland who I do the you me big c podcast with and he was doing the London Marathon and we had the privilege and it was a privilege to stand on the finish line at uh, what was the last live event um, of the London Marathon. And the whole thing just blew me away. Like I was just gobsmacked by it in a positive way. Um, the year before, um, it, well, it is sadly, but it, it instilled me, but also frightened me a little bit in that my brother, um, and I don't know, have I told you about my brother before? No, what happened? So no. he, um, him and my sister-in-law, who helped us through the London Marathon, uh yesterday um so my brother and ashley um, his girlfriend they were running it to raise money for bowel cancer uk this was like two years ago and my brother collapsed um at um about 100 meters before the finish line on the mouth and he was carried through by the medics like actually the paramedics um on the ground and um because he was within 100 meters he got his medal and um, he was then, unfortunately, one of the most seriously ill people at the marathon. Um, they thought actually he had a brain bleed um, and he was looked after by the medical director of the London Marathon, who is in, who basically saved my brother's life. And unfortunately, I was there. Um, I was the nearest, closest relative. Um, so I was called by um, one of the team and I was taken to the back and then we were blue lighted to UCL where my brother was put into resus and I was told to get my parents there quickly because they thought that um, they had basically an hour to save him. So this sounds really, um, any, I don't want to scare people from running, but um, the reason I'm sharing this story is because I wrote about it at the time and I wrote about how wonderful the team at the London Marathon were. And um, I thought I couldn't have asked for a better team and my family are incredibly grateful to everybody who who basically saved my brother's life and because they acted so quickly they um they got him the treatment that they needed essentially it was a very very hot day I think it was what would have been 2018 Mm -hmm. um and um unfortunately he and his body overheated um and essentially they had about an hour to bring it down and they thought that he had a cerebral bleed luckily he didn't and he walked out of hospital three days later uh, without any long-term complications um but I think that put me off I think I was assumed if I was going to run a marathon that was it I was going to die um which sounds really really dramatic but having seen my brother in in the state that I saw him in um but I think it did I think then I actually funny enough it was so traumatic for me that I actually did have to kind of have some counseling and stuff just to help me through it because it was a massive trauma it was like one of those life 
changing things mm-hmm. uh, where you kind of like I was dealing with my cancer and then you're kind of like in recess being told that your brother might not survive and then I was like no actually okay this isn't common um and yes we can't necessarily prevent it but but I can like listen to my body um and I can also trust that actually there's an amazing team there of people and uh actually that kind of then instilled me back in more confidence so I was kind of like well if I'm going to run one marathon I may as well make it the London marathon um so I think I have a lot of respect and just everything admiration for the team there and I still now want to go and actually do the the, the event like the actual event and finish almost like what my brother didn't if that makes sense yeah. so um so yeah anyway that was a very uh, long-winded way of kind of giving lots of my reasons but eventually then running this today then corona got in the way um so running it yesterday corona got in the way so to actually like seven years later having had a brother who nearly died having kind of like seen other people do it having had the cancer to actually finally do it albeit in a corona 2020 way it's just really really like significant yeah. like for me personally yeah but do, are, are you still looking forward to doing it next year or is that something that excites you yes <laughs> like I think I'm mad um yeah I think I have to be listen to my body and like not I don't want to destroy my body in the process I think I think I've learned from running like I think I need to learn where my limits are in terms of like getting strong and like and doing strength training as well which I'm not very good at so I can't just run because I just want to run every day I think I have to like like shape it up a bit like definitely yeah the strength training I kind of reluctantly started doing um at the beginning of the year and then realized how amazing it was you know doing that with with Bryony you know with the vision for April and we were kind of twice a week having these sessions and it yeah I think I think it's amazing if you can add that in you know but again it's we had the goal of April at that point so it's like right we're going to do three months of strength training and it's just going to be but it was it yeah it felt like a really positive addition I'm, I'm a passionate runner, but I'm not a kind of knowledgeable runner in terms of my body and the sort of physiology and the biology. I'm not just, just put your trainers on and run, but yeah, realizing actually how you can, you know, assist your strength and your speed and everything, you know, by mm-hmm. coming at it from a, from all angles. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've never done that before, to be honest. Like I think I've always just go and get your trainers on and run. Yeah. Um, and I think it's only in the last couple of months have I started like doing like reformer Pilates but and I would say that's making me like stronger just generally um but, and I'm realizing I'm in, like my back hurts less because of that not because of the running yeah. not, not because I'm getting better at running it's hurting less because I'm actually like trying to do some weights or something yeah um but yeah no I'm gonna do it like the problem is again I can't put too much pressure on myself to do it but like I've accepted the place or will be accepting the place in 2021 because as the rollover place but again the problem is when I overthink it it's going to be my 40th birthday weekend I was told I wouldn't make my 40th birthday so again it's like oh my what like the emotion I like the emotion of trying to like work towards that event is going to be quite mind-blowing for me yeah it's going to be a mental challenge like as well as a physical challenge but it's all right 362 days and counting and that's what I was just thinking like look how quickly time goes and you know this year is just with all everything that we've all dealt with it's just gone in a flash and suddenly we're looking at 
mince pies in the supermarket and before you know it and I totally understand that feeling of oh god I don't want to even think about Easter next year let alone but before you know it Debs you know Mm. so you can put it out of your mind for now but you'll get you'll get into next year and suddenly it'll just be looming and you'll 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 do it and it'll just feel you will it'll just be we'll just have to have the most incredible celebration you know one of the things that I found really interesting was that um I was training for the April one just like you guys and but I started training in like September October Mm. as soon as I had the place and I just started like building up really really slowly um and then by the time that I met you uh was that March yet I think it's still February wasn't it yeah yeah um by that time I'd picked up about three different injuries and I was on course for twanging my Achilles and um I'd done sort of quite long runs by that stage but yeah I was just relentlessly plugging away at it but this time for 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 the October race like I only decided I was going to do it about the day after they said oh it's going to be virtual which was about two months ago so I gave myself two months training yeah me too us too yeah 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 Yeah. And, they and just kept putting it off, didn't they? But just you were fine. You did amazingly, right? Well, we all did. So we only need two months training. I know I probably should be saying <laughs> this as the editor of a, of a running magazine, but anyone, you just two months. Right. Yeah, just two months. You yeah. too can run a marathon in two months. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's that base level. I think if you if you're at a base level, like of um of yeah. running five k's, because yeah. I think half of the one of the one of the challenges is getting up to that level, isn't it? Of consistently mm-hmm. being able to do a 5k or even a 10k without feeling like you know that's you counted out for the next week or whatever so I think that it depends where what base level of fitness that you have but yeah yeah, I agree with you if you've built up that base over a long time then I think it's quite different isn't it I think that's what struck me yesterday halfway through was like because we ran so much more of it yesterday than we thought we might because there was a point we were, we to go, yes. look we're just going to have a nice day out walking around London and you know <laughs> but we we did really run the majority of it and and exactly what you just said it struck me at a certain point like that's you know I've got to look at nearly two years now of being a very very consistent runner mm. you know whether it is the five the six walk run walk run so you've as you know those miles are in the bank kind of thing you know yeah. and I think maybe that is you're right you don't it showed me that it can be done even without the regular long distances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when's your next long run then? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I'm not great without, without a target. You know, I'll probably just slip mm. back into my four or five times a week, five Ks and with the odd, but yeah, I need another, I need a goal. I need a goal again now. I'm going to do the Royal Parks though. You can do when it with is me. That? Yeah, when do is... it. So that's in April. That's the one that I've got like, um, I think I've spoken to Esther before about like my sister and all set that up. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I haven't quite said yes, but th- I know, I know myself too well to know exactly like you, you need to have a, yeah. a goal. Really so do. it's like, come on then. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We've got the 10K, we've got the virtual 10K, haven't we? So oh, the oh, yeah. We've got the vitality, yeah. So we've got the virtual 10K. Yes. So um, I need to get my head around that because yeah. I think the last time I spoke to you, Esther, I know that we were talking about this great race coming up um in terms of the virtual 10k but I think all I could think about was whether I was going to get through the marathon <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so good, now I'm really glad we've got that and it's, yeah, but then, yeah, the 10K is nice isn't it because we can do it at any time in half term week yeah. so yeah. that's yeah. I think that's lovely I'll do it as a one 10k I'll do it as a one thing we can do yeah. it I think we're going to do it in our underwear aren't we 
Are we doing that again, are we? Are we? <laughs> a bit cold, maybe? Um, yeah, I was yeah, actually true. long time of year after yesterday. Um, we need layers, we need jumpers. You know, long johns is officially long underwear, jumps. right? So, long yeah, johns. that's good. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to be like, I mean, I'm happy to go in my underwear, but it's cold, like, you know, safety first. And Why all don't that. you don't want to be pants over the top like Superman? Yeah. That is, that's how to do it I think that's that is the good call oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> so that's I think that's still open I think that entries are still open for that I believe I think they're um, open right up until the last day before um the week of half term so that's going to be like mid to the end of, of October at brilliant or something like that I think so that's in the spirit of this year really isn't it so virtually running for our, our hearts and our heads our yeah. heads I realise how good running is for my head, but I think, um, so yeah, so that's a really good opportunity for people mm. in case they've had the marathon buzz and they want to Definitely. sign up to something. Exactly, exactly. It's the perfect kind of, it's the perfect gentle way in, isn't it? Yeah. It's yes. doable. Yeah, and it'd be, it's, a, it's a lovely way to get a nice bit of bling yeah. and yeah. yeah, and it's a, an achievable distance for everybody yes. to do. And you yeah. can walk it. Do you think, Esther, do you think this will change the way let's say well let's say let's hope when corona is um sidelined or we've learned to live with it and our you know face-to-face racing is back do you think the way that actually the opportunity to do virtual racing actually is something that might continue because of the opportunities it gives us to maybe do it in our own way um you know encourage people at all levels to do lots of different things is it something you know this is just the start of some maybe a new strand that we're going to see I'd, um, I'd be really surprised if it doesn't like um from speaking to race directors it sounds like very like people are very much of the idea that they can include both things on a race day so they could have the you know in the same way that london marathon did but to have like a real live event but also to have a virtual thing at the same time yeah to offer that as an opportunity for people that would rather not travel or um or yeah or would rather not mix with that many people all in one go because people do you know there's a heightened anxiety obviously around kind of mass events and stuff like that um so yeah i think that people i think event directors would be be mad not to include it because i i would love it (coughs) i think yesterday was brilliant i i really enjoyed it i loved the the feeling of inclusivity from everyone or the 43,000 people that did it so kind of there was a sort of overwhelming feeling of inclusivity but also just like I live in Bath and I was running up and down the towpath and bumped into probably about 20 or 30 other people that were doing it and I've never had that feeling of kind of camaraderie like everyone was kind of raising their hands and waving and you know shouting good luck and this was from the runners themselves not just people watching and i've never had that i mean i know that yeah. you know running is a, is a very special community very special sort of tribe i think people are tend to be very supportive but but yes they were so special so different i would be very surprised if events didn't include an element of it yeah i, I like that i agree yeah. i think the thing that uh, sorry no go go for it, emma no, I was just thinking, I was just imagining for those people who don't get a mar- London Marathon place, to know that if they don't get an actual place that they can, they could do it virtually would be incredible. Yeah. Just, that would just be mind, a mind-blowing day, wouldn't it? Because mm. it would just be open to everybody, but with, yeah, the lucky, the lucky one, not the lucky ones, but you, yeah, you get to do the, the real thing, but then you, you also make it your own. 
and still feel like I love, taking part. Yeah, I loved what I loved is is the camaraderie that you mm-hmm. saw. It is the spirit of the London Marathon, and you see that you know through and through with the stories every year um, yes. in terms of the London Marathon. But the thing that you saw out on the roads even in the like rain like the torrential rain was you know we I don't know whether you remember em, but we were on in the Chiswick um we were coming up to Chiswick and a girl was waiting there and she was like just waiting for my friend to do the last leg to do the last 10 miles and it's like everyone was taking their turn and and that's what's really wonderful about it the thing that I did like though um not that I'm a race director but I think there's there's been lots of attempts at virtual races and Sometimes if you give too much fluidity in terms of flexibility, it doesn't quite feel as special. Mm-hmm. I think what I liked about the London Marathon was that it was quite finite in terms of you start yeah. at this time, you finish at this time. And then it meant that actually because everybody was out on one day, mm-hmm. it felt like a very special day. Like, yes, you could do it in your own way on that day, yeah. but it was still a day um I don't know whether other people think like that um that was just my personal yeah, opinion. No, I, I think that really thoroughly agree I thoroughly agree that to, to have every other runner doing it on the same day even if it wasn't at specifically that time mm, and yeah. the world because yeah especially like you, when you finish and you start logging onto social media and everyone's posting yeah. they're like yay yeah. you know and yeah. <clears throat> yeah it was it was so special so different amazing and I think yeah and I prefer I not prefer that but I think you can still make it really special like myself and Emma we started at the Marsden mm-hmm. um the Royal Marsden which is where we're treated and we ended there despite the fact of my sister going do we have to end at the Marsden yeah, yeah, yeah. just like, like yes we do my, cause my sister obviously <laughs> isn't treated there she just didn't quite get the reason <laughs> that me and Emma were like yes we are starting and finishing yeah, yeah. that um, but it meant that you could um you could make it your own um but yeah I quite I I think uh I can imagine in dry I could imagine actually in dry weather Mm. um in April when it might be slightly nicer and kinder just just it just being a festival of running you know the fact that they got schools involved this year and you know you could do so much with it it's almost like it is a celebration of running on a day isn't it Almost make it a day where cars aren't allowed or something, and everyone's oh, just I love that. pedestrianised. Oh, should we just should we just like volunteer our ideas? What would Deborah and Emma do? Make, make sure it's fancy dress. <laughs> well, I'm going to fly high on this, even though my body is kind of like going. Oh, I just want to crawl back into bed now. I, mentally, I, um, this is going to carry me for quite a while I think because yeah, I've been told to look out for the post-marathon slump but I yes. don't have it yet yeah <laughs> yeah well we'll all keep in, you know we can kind of connect with each other in a few days when we're <laughs> stopping in a corner <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that's when we've got to sign up to the next one you see, yes. 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 yes amazing and I um there was a friend of mine who I was speaking to this morning she, over email and she was like you know what did you eat what did you drink she asked all the right questions what shoes did you wear and um what did you eat and I was like well da, 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 da. um and uh, one of the questions she asked me on about the third email was um did you need to stop for a wee mm. I didn't need to stop for a wee did you need did you guys need to stop for a wee oh my word so can I just tell you like this is actually embarrassing so we um according to the um nightcap or whichever one we were using Mm. um to it it only records when you're actually running right 
and that was five hours 50. Our actual official time was like six over six and a half hours, right? Wow. So we basically took um, 40 minutes of weeing and selfies. <laughs> Instagram stories and wee stops and what's it stops. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, yeah, what, it was like a bit of what's it. See, but I, I, can, I kind of get that with the amount of like posing that we were doing, and we knew that was going to be a big part of it. But you didn't. I mean, sorry to bring up Knickergate, but you know, I did not. I'd never occurred to me occurred to me not to put knickers on on the morning of the marathon and I was the only one wearing knickers because of the whole chafe potential chafing issues my knickers and I have no chafing <laughs> I don't have it well I don't have any chafing either <laughs> yeah I I am um, I think I must have gone to the loo about five or six times four or five times because if ever we were near one it was like look well I just might as well do you mind just <laughs> in, you know and it's always like five minutes, isn't it? So, you know, that's like 20 minutes of a yeah. half an hour gone. Then like definitely, we did, we did a couple of like Instagram lives between us, like yeah. throughout. And mm-hmm. that was really lovely because people were tuning in on both of our channels and we were linked. So I was linking in with um, Steve Bland, who was also running it, um, who I present with. Uh, we were linking in with um, uh, Dave, Emma's husband. And it was really nice to actually see that people were, were genuinely following yeah. our story. Yeah. Like I think we did like three or four lives throughout the day and people were genuinely like tuning in and being like yeah yeah you finished well done mm-hmm. um, and what was Im- incredible actually is whilst we were running um because uh, on both sides our um, fundraising just kept on going up and up oh, and up and up um so I think if you include gift aid between between yeah. us it's like yeah. reaching on to 20,000 for the Marsden which is amazing um so that's like blowing both of our targets which is yeah. just incredible can people still fundraise for you can they still donate I think the page is certainly open oh, of course I, yeah. I think they must stay open for a little bit I would have thought don't they I, I'm not sure but certainly I they're still so. sort of coming in a little bit today but that was just that and mm. I've never I've never done a big fundraising sort of event and so to feel I really ha- have managed to you know gather enough to make a dip to make a difference and to really that real feeling of God, I can actually really give back you know because my mm. a lot of my kind of feelings over the years is that I've been on the receiving end of so much care and support and kindness and actually often like oh when do I get to give back when do I get to so it's honestly I, I just that's huge just to think that there's a tangible decent amount of money that's going to go to such good yeah it's just yeah, incredible amazing. yeah so when you when you run the London Marathon next year will you still be running for Royal Marsden I, I can't imagine not I mean I, I, I absolutely can't imagine. yeah I can't imagine not I think, yeah, I think I obviously wouldn't want to commit, but I think between either that or Cancer Research UK, it's really hard, isn't it? When you, you like, especially, it. you can split stuff. I think, especially with myself and Em, I know, I know how much charities have been hit. We all do how much charities have been hit this year. And it is things like that that will make an impact. So it's just ensuring that the charities that I, all the charities that I love, um, I can find ways to support them. Normally I, I support Race for Life um yes as an ambassador for all the race for life events that happened but unfortunately this year we did a virtual race for life <laughs> the day the day after me and em did the 30k i totally <laughs> forgot it was in the diary and then i got <laughs> up and i was like oh i, I was said, like, well, I was like, I said I was to like, you though. Live thing, and i was like oh we were we were running and i was like 
you know, probably we'd done like, you know, 25K or something. And I was like, God, you promise me, you are, you are resting tomorrow, aren't you, tomorrow morning? And you're like, of course, Deb's like, of course I'm not doing anything. Well, I'm going to be in bed. I woke up the next morning and I looked on my stories and it's like, she's telling me bloody what? She's like, I to warm up and then do a live 5K. Oh, it was like, at nine o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, Deborah, what are you doing? But yeah, so, it looks so easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's I think I think um, myself and Emma are really lucky that we both I think we both have media places and um, that have been rolled over which is really lovely actually um from a mindset because it means that we're not taking any charity places um, and yeah. but we know that we can use our platforms positively to then support the charities that we want to support mm-hmm. um so we're really really grateful to the London Marathon for um for rolling that over for us and they've tried um, so hard means, yeah the, the whole marathon yeah. team they've tried so hard to make it work they you know mm-hmm. the way they're delaying the final decisions about how it was going to be and the kind of the communication <clears throat> was great all along through lockdown and it's I think they've really done their best haven't they and they've, they've, yeah, managed, they really they've done it they, yeah. they've pulled off something incredible yesterday and so yeah, um absolutely. what what tips would you give someone that's going to run a virtual race in the next few weeks I mean apart from the no knickers thing Debs is there any other tangible <laughs> tips that you would and give? And what's it? What's it? What's it? <laughs> no knickers and what's it? <laughs> right. um, I would say, um, I think, I think, um, know how you best run, but I would say it was really nice just having key markers along the way. So, say, knowing I would go and meet my brother at Putney Bridge. Um, never underestimate even on a virtual race the support of people whatever yeah. race at the end regardless of what you've done just I don't know we Emma was very good at like even though none of us could actually walk Emma was very good at going we just have to celebrate we just need to, basically I think I think we just both all wanted some wine and we've been talking about it for 26 miles and Emma was very good at saying no no we need to find a pub we must find a pub and I think I could have just gone to bed but retrospectively that was that was the right thing to do because retrospectively just like acknowledge it. to celebrate to acknowledge it is really important yeah. so um that was a good that was a good call on, on your half on my your reasons behalf. were not about the alcohol it was about the moment it was just, you know <laughs> but I think as well what we we kept we said throughout we started really I mean obviously this is for the longer events but we started really really early we were on our way pretty soon after seven we met at 6 45 mm-hmm. on our way by 15 and that was just huge because I can't like Steve you know Steve started I think quite a lot later in the day and mm-hmm. psychologically I just wanted to get up and get going, you know. So the idea of starting, I think that would have felt much more daunting. Um, Yeah. Just do it, you know, get, yeah. And plan something lovely at the end of it. Engage in as much kind of virtual support as you can. And yeah. Yeah, Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I had a bacon sandwich in the bath, like literally sat in the bath. Afterwards. It was really That's a good call. I was just eating it, just going, oh, salt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best roast from a really basic from a really logistic perspective it is like knowing where you're going to get food and water from mm-hmm. um, because I think it's not take for granted but you forget when you're actually on a planned race even on a 10k there's always a water stop isn't there mm-hmm. um, so I think it's just remembering that and especially if you're running at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, that actually the shops are probably not open. Um, <laughs> or, you, you know, so it's kind of actually being a little bit forward thinking with, yeah. with stuff. Um, yeah. 
which you wouldn't normally do um, if you would well you would but not to the same extent yeah. because you would yeah. go oh there's water thing so if you if you didn't have your gels or something you could yeah. get something yeah um, so yeah you can say that that's that's a good practical practical tip yeah. I like that I like that along with the pants and the what's it's and, <laughs> and my sister my sister's tip would be hilarious so my sister oh. um if it's raining I can't, I can't believe she did this she, she ran the entire marathon with her feet wrapped in cling film but <laughs> <laughs> not very neatly it was all kind of poking out of her trainers it was <laughs> god is she like really really scared of athletes foot or something <laughs> She did. We woke up at 6am on the group chat. I've got um, cling film wrapped around my feet because my trainers have got holes in. It's like, gosh, did you not think about your, your footwear? <laughs> I said, Sarah, I've got spare trainers. She's like, no, no, no. I love these trainers. Um, so, she's wrapped, so she wrapped her feet in cling film. Oh, Mad woman. What a motley crew. What a motley crew you were. Handless, French Oh, thanks, girls. Thanks so much for that. That was absolutely brilliant. And well done thanks to you. Well done to you as well. Yeah, well, well done, done to you. you. Bloody hell. I can't believe we did it. Well, I can, yeah. but it's amazing, isn't it? We're out the other side. Yeah. Well done to us. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our special marathon edition. Don't forget to sign up for the Vitality 10K before the 23rd of October to run for your head as well as your heart. This episode was recorded over Zoom. The sound editor and composer was David Newman. I hope you enjoyed it. Do please get in touch with anyone you'd like me to chat to and do hit subscribe so that you can get your fortnightly dose of women's running chat as soon as I release it into the wild. At Women's Running, we want to inspire you to run, whether you've never run before or you're training for your fifth ultramarathon. We think that women who run need a space for themselves and we want to be that. Every month, we talk all things running and all things women, from training plans for specific distances to interviews with incredible runners, ideas on how to improve your running and remain injury-free, to delicious recipes to fuel your running and tons of advice on women's health. The easiest way to get hold of a copy is to go to our online shop at shop.womensrunning.co.uk or you could get it delivered direct to your door or to your inbox every month by subscribing. You can buy the digital edition at pocketmags.com or download the app to your phone or tablet through your app store. For all the different ways to read the magazine, go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk. Do join us. We would love to have you with us. Happy running. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.